Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan. That's the stoner. Rev is on his way. He will be here soon. Uh, it is going to be a glorious, wonderful day here on Ref the District because it is, of course, a victory week. And we're on the road to the Indy 500, or at least Indianapolis, and potentially getting to 500. All that's coming up here on Ref the District. So we're pretty pumped for that. Of course, we stream live every Wednesday here on our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And you can join us live or you can catch us on afterwards when we come up here. And Trev is now joining us for our audio listeners because you can catch us afterwards. And you can also uh, on your favorite audio platforms. And uh, we love to do good things. We stream the games. and We'll be streaming the game this Sunday as well. You can catch us there. And then, uh, of course, we do the day after reckoning, which is the day after. Um, did you replay that? What? Stoner? You replayed Music? the beat? Yeah. No, I don't touch nothing. All right. I'm gonna Wait, this is off. me. Yeah. This is Stoner. Hey, stoner's off. hands up. We had it going once. And I know Trev came in here. Up. I brought the music in. Left hand up. Oh, left yeah. Trev Tra- bringing all, <laughs> all the good stuff. The we got lots of people in the uh, in the chat. I'm gonna get to you guys in just a moment, okay? Because I'm gonna go through real quick what we're what's happening today. All right, in the cool down, of course, we're gonna bring you the dollar dollar predictions, and we have a big announcement. I'm Huge. telling you, you're gonna want to be here for that one. All right, you're gonna want to be here for that one. Uh, in the game, we're gonna be talking about this game with Indianapolis and playing a not rookie QB, but a QB and his first start. What can we expect? I have lots of experience with this Texas quarterback, so I have some things to say with that one. We're also gonna be bringing you the injury updates and Chase not being activated. We'll be talking about that in the game for the warm up here. We're gonna recap the Green Bay win. Trev didn't give his opinions. He, he did not make it to the day after reckoning this week. So we're going to talk to him about what he feels about the back-to-back victories against the Green Bay Packers. And then we'll be talking about uh, Mosley, the cushion, and Ursay doubling down on the removal of Dan Snyder. All that's coming up here on the warm-up. Make sure you get in that chat. Let us know how you were doing and how you're feeling about that win in Green Bay. And right off the bat, Cliff, with the with the money donation, $5 super sticker there for Cliff. Thank you for uh, for doing that for us. We always appreciate it. Of course, Super Chat is always open for those live listeners here on our YouTube yeah. page. Nathan, but, uh, on the, on the up, watch sir? party, when somebody does that, me and Stern go, bloop, 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 like that. <laughs> we don't have the button. <laughs> I'm gonna try fixing that by the way for you like doing it? Like I was face. gonna even I was gonna come up with like the like some move the chain music and Ooh. all sorts of stuff. Like Ooh. get a, get like a little yeah. bit of that stadium experience in there. So Cliff, thank you for the five dollars there. Jeez, we also have Cliff. Gus Bus, Ben, Josh, Jesse, Mo, EP in the house. EP? Gus Bus calling uh DJ Stoner out there, Will Dogs, Redskins Weekly. Redskin 007, everybody's jumping in there. Again, stick around for that cool down. You're going to want to be here. It's going to be a big, big month, big, big announcement coming up here on that. All right, let's get to it, guys. That Green Bay game was exciting. It was nerve-wracking. You guys, I love you guys so much. That video uh, with your guys' reactions, you are all of us when you're watching those games. We were just absolutely... Uh, mad in that first half, 
got mm-hmm. excited in the second half. And then just I, – I really – I told Stoner on Monday, Trev, mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to run it in. I, yeah, I, 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 I was like, it's just going to happen. That's how this team operates. It's going to break mm-hmm. my heart one more time. Mm-hmm. And then Rodgers throws it out and jubilation. Yes. Now, Trev, we got yep. to see your reactions live on Sunday. We got to see the recap video that we posted. But uh, what are your words that to back up that feeling you had for the Green Bay Packer win? It, we look like a, a team. We look like an NFL team that day. Well, more so than we have this whole season. Uh, first half, like I said, was looked like a prelude to what we've experienced with Taylor Heineke last year to come. But he also, in the second half, proved what he's been doing with us, too, being resilient, bringing us back in. But shout-out to the defense. Yeah, Taylor did good. Shout-out Terry McLaurin. He showed up when he had to. But the thing that we harp on this show a lot, especially, is JDR and that defense. In the past few games, the JDR let him go or whatever crowd has been kind of quiet. Mm. Our defense, I mean, we didn't allow Aaron Rodgers a third down conversion. I don't care who he's throwing to or handing it off to. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's a back-to-back MVP. And we stopped him and Matt LaFleur on every single third down. Shout out to the defense. I love the game. I love the way that Taylor didn't let the interception derail the rest of his game. He just got back in there, act like it never happened. Still throwing him YOLO lollipop passes. I guess we're just going to have to live with that because his arm is bigger. Maybe he lifted some more weights, but it didn't help his strength mm. to get the ball down the field, but oh, we're going to talk about that. I love it. Preview, but yeah, my only criticism on defense mm-hmm. is when we have a lead, we we somehow get complacent or think the game was already won, and we become mm-hmm. undisciplined. Kendall Fuller back two penalties on one play, and then two more uh, defensive penalties right there that converted third downs, but then show up on the stat sheet, and which made it a game at that point to where we had to. Hope and pray that they weren't doing the hook and lateral all the way down the score. So if our defense can just remain disciplined for the whole game when we have the lead, and, you know, maybe create a turnover, then be last in. That'd be awesome. Other than that, yeah. I think we look lights out. This that's the best we've looked all season. Was Sunday? Yeah, it was definitely seemed to be the the cleanest. There's a couple uh, um, questions we got here. One was from uh, Mo Smith here. How did you feel about the the two back set. I'm going with Stoner because uh, Trev, you just you just talked yeah. about your thoughts in the game, but uh, Stoner, the two back set. What'd you think about that? That's me, man. That's old school football. I love two back. I love when it's two backs, even if it's like Samuel and Gibson, or Gibson and Robinson, or Robinson and McKissie. two threats to run the ball. Two right? threats so- to do do lots of stuff. And I can't stand when it's a no back set. You're throwing the ball, right? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> There is no threat of anything but throwing the ball, and that drives me nuts. But I love two backs. I love when the fullback came in. I love when Armani Rogers came in uh, and went under center for the that wildcat. I guess is what it, you would call that. Yeah. It was fire. Yeah, oh that my was goodness! Great. I wanted to see more of it. Yeah, sure, <laughs> all that stuff. But I think we talked about it Monday again. It drove me nuts when they were trying to run out the clock in the fourth quarter on that drive. And on second down, they brought in Armaugh, the fullback. Yeah. Right? And he plowed a hole. He pushed that safety. I don't even – it was number 20. I don't know what the guy's name was. Pushed him eight yards backwards and made a hole for Robinson. And you know what they did the next play? They took him out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and ran a pass play. 
No, they they ran it. But they ran they it again, but they, they didn't they didn't keep the fullback in there. Yeah. That's usually where you yeah. see. I mean, Ar- Arma is as a dedicated fullback, but that's you usually see Bates or they pull Rogers out to do that. Um, it's definitely something that that's pretty exciting. Trev, is there any other sets that really kind of got you? You know, moving like uh, Stoner's moving there with the uh, the two back set. I love the two back set because the, the the defense doesn't know who's getting the ball. Could be mm-hmm. nobody. Could be play action. The one of them, and then they both go out for routes. So mm-hmm. I love that creativity. I love the Armani Rogers trick play. Um, we're trying things. We're trying sensible things. We're not trying double reverses in our own territory. Like we're trying things when necessary. Um, Trying. Yeah, that, that double reverse. That, if they held their blocks, actually looked like it was going to be a great play. But they just line didn't hold their blocks that time, and so. But you do kind of have to understand, you know, where where your strengths are. Yeah, the touchdown to Gibby, right? Gibby was yeah. lined up in the slot. Oh. He was lined up as a wide receiver, and that's what he did in Memphis. And, and you know, they're doing things. They're doing. Sometimes they get too fancy in the red zone, and it drives me crazy. But yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of. Uh, yeah, you know, but. <laughs> But they're getting some. And you remember that one play, Trev? Uh, you even called it as the play was happening. You said, look at Curtis Samuel. He looks so tired as he's going in motion. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They give it to, like, I don't remember who they gave it to, but it was behind Samuel. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's like, oh, I need to go yeah, like block somebody's ass, right? And, and then, then he, he was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Exactly. They did them like two times or three times in a row, and then yeah. they sent that man in motion. I was like, "Yo, he's tired." Yeah. <laughs> and then as, he, as he's in the motion, he was like, oh, and had the block, and it was a key block. Yeah, yeah it a was a good block. block. Yeah. The uh, we need to that the advanced stat, right? The the next gen stat on like his his movement, right? Like how yeah, many yards how is, many he yard is, is running? Yeah. You know, <laughs> just because you know they do that with some soccer players sometimes. They're like, you know, they've. This is how much field they covered in a 90 minute game. And right, I, right. I really want to know that for someone like a like Curtis Samuel, who is just man. constantly out there in motion. Even Terry McLaurin, if he's not doing the motion stuff, which we got to see the week before. I don't know if Samuel was nursing a injury or if they just wanted to try to get um Terry McLaurin the ball in different ways. Mm-hmm. But even Terry McLaurin not doing that stuff, he's just constantly going out on those routes. And yep. and you gotta figure those guys definitely get tired there. It's pretty, pretty interesting. I did see this from Ben. Uh, and we're only, I don't think, I think we only lightly touched this, but I think it's, it's worth bringing up right now. Mm. Uh, Ben asks, I don't know if you guys seen this, but if we beat the Colts and the giants beat the Seahawks and either the Bucks or the Falcons lose, Washington is in the seventh seat too early. Ben. It is too early for playoff talk, but stoner, this is something you kind of brought up before is the NFC and really the NFL has a lot of teams in that, you know, that three, now four, four wins, even two wins. Washington's yeah. right there in the thick of it. And that's why it's important that they go with the QB like Taylor Heineke right. over the, the rookie and Sam Hell. Even, even though, even though there's lots of chance for Sam Howell, uh, especially yeah. after the pick six yeah. and then the fumble that looked like it got returned for a <laughs> touchdown. I think everybody was ready to see him, you know, warming up on the sidelines. Anybody but Taylor. Thankfully, that, that fumble for a touchdown was called back and Taylor did get into a groove. Mm-hmm. I liked what we called it, Trev. Uh, on Monday, okay, where we people were talking about, oh, he just had rust. I was like, I don't accept that answer. He, he's well, you the can't accept it, but that's what it was. 
It was not Rust. Then no, he it's hadn't not played Rust. his football game. No, he no, no. No, I'm sorry. I don't buy the Rust thing. I I can get behind. He was just very excited and he had to calm down. I can get behind that, but I can't get behind the Rust game. Your job as the backup quarterback is to mm-hmm. be ready and to come in. Doesn't and mean you won't have Rust. It, he Bro, had you no, don't have Rust. He had no problem coming in for for Fitzpatrick last year. Right? He, had come in. He, didn't, he didn't have any problems coming in late in the season after he had spent his he was sleeping on his sister's couch and he came and he didn't have a problem then. So you're trying to tell me he, he was rusty because he, 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 he did, he but it's not rust. It was it was it was jitters, it was something else. I'm not buying that it was rust. Taylor Heineke on this podcast right now. But hey, it was Russ, Nathan. It was Russ. It was not Russ. It think, was something else, but it wasn't Russ. Don't you think jitters is kind of like Rust as well? Because it's, it's like because you're not out there all the time. Yeah, I mean, so, Brown, prime example. My man dropped all the passes we're calling for his head. Two touchdowns one game the next week. We ain't saying nothing now. It's jitters. It's jitters is, is a part of being rusty, right? <laughs> that, that's just that's just uh, kind of that's just the way it is. It's you get you get you're not Used to that game flow, that whole game action. I'm with you, Nathan. There's no excuse for that. He should no be ready. Excuse. I was kidding. Yeah, he's a. That's his job is to be ready. Uh, Grayson joining us after uh, after some time away. He says uh, oh. he's asking here: Are they going to deal William Jackson third oh, before Monday? Anybody picking uh, him up? Yeah, I think it's going to be a hard sell. I really do because you're talking yeah. about a guy who's been yeah. off the last couple of games, whether or not he's been benched for play or because he's got this back injury or a mixture of both. He's not or he just doesn't want to play for this. Or he team. doesn't want to play. It's going to be it's going to be hard, okay? It's going to be hard to deal him. If they deal him, I wouldn't expect yeah. anything rather other than no. like a pick swap or like a 7th rounder. You got to remember the contract goes with him and he's due some money. So or does, I, I think it's going to be hard. hard that depends uh, on the uh, depends on, on, on the, the trade. Like on the, the Bears spot, made yeah. that trade today, and they're paying a huge chunk of that salary, even though they traded him. So you know, that's why it's hard to trade a guy when he's got such a big cap hit. So I don't know if if it'll happen uh, before the deadline. Right now, basically though, William Jackson is you know, for lack of a better term, he's he's dead to us as far as this team is concerned. Right? The, the team certainly looks like it's moved I mean, on from him. Benjamin Shane Juice locking it up. Yeah. Right. Did you there. miss him, Trev? Did I you did. miss him on Saturday? On Sunday, I mean? Yeah. You missed what shit. Get out of here. You you know what <laughs> Jackson. You didn't miss him. No, nah, he can take Kendall Fuller's spot though. It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I mean, let's ah, let's move let's move on one to one uh, is, is positive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's move on from uh, and if you got more questions for us here on the uh, the warm up, go ahead and hit them up. If they're Indianapolis game type stuff, we're going to answer those in the game. Uh, right now, I want to take it to a little bit of a controversy that went mm-hmm. on. It was the alumni weekend. They mm-hmm. brought in the alumni. Of course, this is Washington, so not everything could go one hundred percent right. And with that, there's some scrutiny, and they misspelled. One of their MVP NFL MVPs names, Mosley. They did not get the spelling right. Spelling um, right at where? On where? his name. On his name tag that he was wearing. On his name tag, his name tag which was, was called out by his son, son. on social yeah. media 
And Stoner, you had <laughs> pretty hefty exchanges um, of I'm on this. It's so dumb. You want to rail into well, the team? I, I, bro, it's a piece of paper. But listen, but listen. The, nowadays, your name is the only thing left that somebody cannot take away from you. And okay, we still did they take it away from him? Yeah, and we still mm. did it. So it's gonna mm. hurt. I mean, his own son made a comment, bro. I mean, it'd be it'd be cool if like Keith made the comment or you made the comment. We'd be like, all right, yeah. But his son made the comment, bro. All right, Trev. Let me ask you this: Did Mark Mosley make a comment? His son made the comment. Mark, his Mark adult here, son, yes, bro, thirty-eight-year-old son, I think Whoa. he is made it. Somebody misspelled oh, my, my daddy's name, name tag was hell. misspelled. I'm, I'm raising hell. You misspelled my name. Sorry. That is so superficial. Super superficial. Yeah, yeah superficial. That's the word for it. I don't know where I got superficial. <laughs> that is so superficial. And, it's a piece yeah. of paper bro. with his name on it okay so that he could uh wear it around so people could recognize the well now he looks like mark mosley and they're gonna be like who the hell is mark mosley no i think it's still pronounced mosley is is how that would go it it would it would still be mosley no it's he has he has it's a a difficult looking name okay that that part the intern definitely just was like it's mosley got it and typed it out Right. Fat fingered it, whatever you wanted to say. Oh, my last name, okay. What are my, we doing you, here? <laughs> you, you, my last name. You know how many people get my? I, I'm in the military. My name is literally on my chest, and people still misspell it. Okay, you have to t- to get to my military email. You have to type in my name correctly, and then in the in in the 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 body of the the email, they misspell my name. Okay, I I get it all the time. I it's so ingrained in me when I tell people my name, I spell it out for them. Yeah, it's Nathan yes. Perry, P A R R Y. Like so, I, I was gonna get to this comment. The bigger picture is we can't get things right. You, so yeah, the, oh that, that is that's what it comes down oh to. Oh my god, I, my name gets spelled misspelled all the time. I don't think this is a big deal. All right, it is it what is. it is. It but, happens. But, you move on. Let me ask you. It question, is what it is. Trev. But the thing is, is this team. Can't get over itself. And this, let, this, me, let me ask you something, Trev. And I'm asking Commandalorian as well, and whoever else has a problem with this. Okay, this was alumni weekend. There were 90 uh people, 90 people that they were honoring, right? Yeah. 90 people weren't there. Let's just say there was 89 50. or let's yeah. just say there was 50. <laughs> Cooley wasn't there, there, right? He refused to be there. Okay. They were there for the weekend. They had dinners. They had um, events with members of the team, other alumni, the organization. They did golf outings. They okay. they uh, the next day they had parades. They had signings. They had all these different events. They had the the day of the game where they had the parade and all that on stage and out on the field and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the one thing they got wrong was one guy's piece of paper. Oh, my God. What about those thousands and thousands and thousands of details okay, you know what? that they that, got right? That's true. It's but one damn, tiny thing. Which, which, which should have been taken care of. Like, it shouldn't have been an issue because it's so small. 
But it is because our organization, it just looks bad on organizations, bad optics. Yeah, you of think course, this- dinners and signing autographs. That's don't cool. you think that's why Mark did that? Do you, don't you think that's why Mark Jr. pushed that out was because it was bad optics on the Yes, team? it's bad optics on no, the No, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Mark Mosley Sr., the NFL MVP, uh, has so has a bad relationship with this organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, and but he did his duty to come back and all this other stuff. I'm I'm just making stuff up, but I'm I'm pontificating on what could be the issue. And he tells his son about it all the time, right? And so his son saw an opportunity to make the organization look bad because of optics. Now I'm a big optics guy. I get it, but let's get away from this piece of paper. On his it's just name tag, I know, and making a big adding, deal about it. Well, we're just adding it to the bad optics list. That's all. That's all. The whole point of it right. is right. Bad optics is the Sean and, Taylor. The whole thing with Sean Taylor. This, that's this, bad this, optics. And then also, literally, a piece of paper porta potties. Bad optics. No, misspelled is not bad optics. It's it is, bro. You're honoring it's alumni weekend, and you right. have you're having them pose also in front of. A whole section of Green Bay Packers. That's fans. not the organization's fault in terms of where the picture was taken and having Green Bay folks there. You couldn't pick anybody. You couldn't take it upstairs in the, in the Legend Hall or another. They had piece. the sign that was that I'm was on sure the, the stadium that was pre-put <laughs> on the stadium. Okay, it's against the wall. It's it's no, it's there it already. The wall, the sign, whatever was wherever it was, you know what I mean. And they were right there in the stands. You could have put them somewhere else. Take the picture up in the up in the press box. Are All you talking when they were on the field? The picture yeah. from when they were on the field. Take so here's the thing. Right okay, here's the positioning for, for for people unaware. Right, they're facing the home side. Okay, yeah. so they're facing where our home fans are. It's not like I don't know what you want them to do. You want them to face if it, Trav, you're just going to complain that they're else. facing the away fans. Okay, to get the big just, to get the picture. It's not a bad, I know, personally, I don't care. But this organization is unfortunately built on bad optics. The Sean Taylor thing is one. The whole botchery, the family photo mm-hmm. in front of porta potties, it's all bad optics. That's what this whole thing is about. I personally don't care where they take the picture. But as a fan of organization, and if they want to stop shooting themselves in the foot and being a joke of everything, be better at the optic stuff. I know. I know it's. I, think that, funny, I, I don't think that's a bad optic. But this is never going to Qu- stop. Question, question for you guys. I don't, I don't know. When when, when was he? Po- when was it posted? Was it posted after the victory or was it posted no, during the game? During the game. Like during the game. Or during the game. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I think that's. I, I'm, I'm of the mind. I don't know Mark Jr., but it seems like it was very deliberate in that case. And it is what it is. It moves on. Trev, gonna stick with the gonna stick with the bad optics side of the house real briefly because I don't yeah. I think this is another non-issue in the grand scheme of things. The seat cushions kind of got some flack that they were given out for the game. Now, one thing is that there was the famous seat cushion game from before where people were tossing the seat cushions onto the field. Yeah. Uh, they actually included that in the video montage that they did. Uh, there was some calls for people to do that again, so they decided, no, we're not going to have the, the these given out before the game. You can get them after the game. And then when you got it after the game, it wasn't the seat cushion that you got in like the 80s, 90s. It was a very – it was like a 
single piece of packing foam covered did you, in did you some get plastic. One? I do have one. You want okay. me to bring it over real quick? Yeah, yeah. I want to. Yeah. yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, let's camera. check it out. Okay. But I, th- I think that. See, I think that's a bigger deal than a guy's I, piece of paper. I, I'm with you. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just defending that it's a part of all these back optics. Yeah, it's yeah. not that big a deal. It's not, not to me, but like. So individually, it's not a big deal, but when no. you add it up with all the other stuff, yeah, because because look, we're talking about it on our podcast because our fa- our organization keeps dropping the ball on simple things and causing yeah. us to talk about it when all they have to do is spell the name right, wouldn't be yeah. issue. Give up? That's okay. That I have an I have an opinion on that. So, that so ain't for, pushing uh, nobody's seat. I don't give a damn how old you are, right. who you are, whatever. That ain't that's curtains. bad optics, my friends. For for, for the audio listeners, yeah. I'm holding up a uh, a uh, quote unquote seat cushion that's that was given out. The '90 logo. I think it looks sharp. It is fine. Yeah, it is definitely meant for de- decoration. I mean, that's that's how thin it is right there. Is is you, you you can when I turn it sideways, you could you could still see me clearly behind it like it's that it's a very thin thing i don't would you say half an inch if that uh if that yeah not even a half of yeah. half of an inch thick. It, it, is it it's, soft it's at all small. i mean yeah it's, like, it's, it's definitely you can tell it's like a it's okay. it's like packing foam is yeah yeah something like, a, like if, it, if it's you know it's i mean that's that that to me just screams fiscal laziness. Uh, stinginess. That's right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're giving away thirty thousand. These people have talked about how potentially that there, are, you know, maybe some some issues with cash it. flow. If Dan, and- if Dan Snyder can pay a, a ten million dollar fine via cash, we can get some better damn seat cushions. I can maybe get. Not, he's also bought a house. He's bought yachts. Not, like he's. I don't think he's hurting with uh, with money. Bounce when they win contests and they don't go through the bank. Maybe that's why they can't afford seat cushions. Who knows? Bad optics. I can get that they didn't want to um, hand those out before the game. Because I was thinking, like, before the game and you were looking at, like, the old from the 80s or whatever when they were throwing them out, you know, and they're, like, this thick. And I was like, what are they really worried about? I get it now. That thing's a weapon. (laughs) Yeah, that's like that, a that's like a Chinese throwing star. Or whatever. They would have been on the field after that pick six. They would have been on the field. Oh, right yeah, they definitely would have been oh, yeah. out in frustration. Oh but uh, but here's the that? thing, Stoner. That thing is so flimsy. There's yeah. no way people are making it to. Oh, they weren't even the, going. Oh anywhere. no, no, that thing is not making it down to the the field. Like you, you, that it's not even worth it as a frisbee. Okay, it's it's pretty rough. Okay, it's pretty rough. But um, yeah, Grayson is talking about here up up here a bit. Uh, if you ever get the prize winner sign, it's always going to be those plastic sunglasses. Yeah, okay? we, we all those, got those. <laughs> those signs. Those signs are designed to get you to go to the ticket people to talk about season tickets. That's all yeah. that is. Every stadium does it. the The gift is just supposed to be something cheap, so that way they have. They're like, yeah, you won this. Oh, what did you think about becoming season ticket members? That's just how it rolls. Um, Doug, I would love if that were the case, saving penny, every penny for the new stadium. Uh, yeah, that would, uh, that would be, that would be a good thing. I would appreciate that. Or maybe it's saving money because he's not going to be the owner, which Jim Ursay had some stuff to say about that. He doubled down on it, Soner. He came out, Mm -hmm. he was asked the question again, and he's not back down once Mm -mm. from this. Is what do you make from him doubling down on that statement as we prepare to take on Indianapolis? Yeah, that was pretty surprising that that he would talk about it again. I mean, 
just because the commissioner <coughs> kind of put a uh you did it backwards nathan i think now you're muted because we heard the whole thing uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny he's like oh, let me mute myself <laughs> now let me take myself off mute. my apologies for our <laughs> listeners it wasn't on that loud, but it was here. Uh, oh yeah well yeah. yeah anyways continue on but i thought it was just interesting that the commissioner uh goodell said uh let's let's zip it until we have more information and we have the report and everything and then but he went back on a radio station and he talked about it again and he doubled down. He said, yeah, I really believe that this guy should not be a part of our shield, this NFL ownership. And that that speaks volumes mm-hmm. after everything that all the hullabaloo that happened the week before to for him to double down, I think, was another big deal. But of course, nothing will happen until this Mary Jo White investigation comes out, report comes out and we'll see what's there. It's going to be big. Last thing before we head to the game is Joshua asking uh, Jair Alexander trashing uh, talk, tra- trash talking to Terry. You guys know of this? Oh, yeah. He, they were they're going back and forth. And Trev, who got the last laugh? Scary Terry. <laughs> I mean, oh, when he scored that touchdown, he turned around and gave it a look. I said, like, what now, son? Yeah. Went to the, yeah. I mean – All the plays that uh, Alexander made were all because of bad throws by Heineke, not because, you know, Terry was covered. Yeah. Right. That's what was great about it. And yeah, I mean, that happens all the time, but you could tell that this got a little bit more under the skin on, uh, of Terry because he really reacted once, uh, once he caught that touchdown, that long touchdown. That was pretty cool. I saw Gus bus up there said that we haven't faced, uh, Top thirty wide receivers other than CD Lamb wouldn't give kudos to JDR yet. I'm I'm gonna re- rebuttal that because I think he does deserve kudos for football side because we're what third or fourth in the league in sacks, um, third or fourth in quarterback pressures. Um, we didn't allow a third down conversion at all against Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. The past two games, I mean, twelve seven Bears, but still they only scored seven. Um, I think our defense has – I think they do deserve kudos because before I, those two games, we were, we were talking, calling for J.D. Zara's head, do a different scheme. Jamin yeah. Davis can't play. Uh, Kendall Fuller, William Jackson, da-da-da-da. And now Jamin Davis, you tweeted it, Stoner, is an NFL linebacker. So they do deserve kudos. That's all and I, I would uh, I would also rebut that they haven't faced top 30 receivers. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, he's a top 30. Big time. Uh, um, no, he's top thirty. He, he was. He was. Right. He was saying since. Top oh, since Lamb. Seating. Uh, well, since how many? What game. games is that? Three. What, what games Titans, are we talking about then? Green Titans, Bay, Chicago, Green Bay. Green Bay, Chicago, and Titans. Right. Yes, just those three. Okay. Okay, that's fine. But they're all yeah. NFL teams, NFL players. Yeah, <laughs> and, and maybe when it when it gets down to it next. Come week, on, Gus Bus. Not this week. Maybe next week when they play two top thirty NFL receivers. Oh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. They then, might yeah. get waxed. Okay, that that Come could on, happen. We'll give Kirk time, but that's that's down the road. But yeah, here we go. but let's just focus on what they've done so far and how they have done it and where they <laughs> rank and all that stuff. Yeah, I saw that comment. Convenient to pull Jackson when you're not facing top receivers. Well. Also, because he used, he's used to following top receivers, they got the man playing zone against everybody else but a top receiver. So he's out of. That's just the whole. 
confusion. Yeah. It, it's a whole thing. It's going to be something that plays out here uh, yeah. over there. Real quick, before I know I said that was going to be the last one, just wanted to hit Grayson's here oh. before uh, moving on to the game. Any details on Rivera going to Cali today for his mom? Uh, was a one-time thing or ongoing situation? Well, it currently is an ongoing situation because he's there right now. Jack Del Rio is the uh, is taking over coaching, uh, head coaching responsibilities while uh, Ron is out of town. I don't have any more details on that mm -hmm. aspect, uh, but I would expect Ron to be there for the game come Sunday, but he might not be there until later this week for the Commanders. So we will. Uh, uh, we'll monitor. Yeah, rock. Yeah, we'll monitor. Rockman here also saying that they said his mom was sick. Uh, no other details. So it will be something that we'll keep in touch with. We're also going to go ahead and keep you informed on this game against Indianapolis. After a message from our sponsor, we got the injury report and we got the skinny on the number four from the opposite side. All that here on Ref the District. The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running.